0: people of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Of course, you know, we are glad when the say let us go into the house of God for the saints are always joyful in God's presence. Yeah, this is another edition of After Church This and I'm going to be your host for today. My name is Ada. After Church This is courtesy Ministry of Perfection a Kenwa Branch. Today, we have lots of beautiful discussants who will be expressing their own view or opinion about today's service. Today, on my right, I have the guy in our midst. He's just blessed among women. (laughs) And his name is Smartly. (laughs) On my left, I also have... And now we have two beautiful identical twins I barely cannot even identify them And today they are with us We have And we also have Yeah, people We are going to be discussing Be fruitful that was what we actually uh, um, we were taught today in the first service. The first service. Yes. And we're also going to be discussing you are God's choice. choice. That is the topic for the second, second service. service. Now, as a believer, when you hear the word be fruitful, what actually comes into your mind? Be fruitful to me simply means to be productive, to be Increasing on every side, both spiritually, materially, academically, and on every other part of your daily endeavor. It also means for you to also be creative, to be filled with ideas, and to be full of fruits. Now, when you hear the word fruitfulness. It means that there is a, a talent, an idea, there's a potential that God has birthed in you, that you as a person, you need to bring it out. You need to express it for it to become your daily reality. Now, we are going to be asking questions to our various discourse and let us hear their own opinion on their own view about what fruitfulness is all about. So, Brassmart Lee, how can you term want to be fruitful?
1: Okay, first of all, you've given uh, a concrete definition of being fruitful as a believer. The truth is, you have to have some mentality to be fruitful as a child of God. Okay. And some of these mentality is, you must understand the fact that you were being created by God to be fruitful. Okay. You will be redeemed to be fruitful. You will be designed to be fruitful,
0: yeah,
1: and you get commanded to be fruitful, and you are blessed to be, to be fruitful. fruitful. By the yeah. time you have all this mentality, you, you see yourself being fruitful on every side. I quickly okay. want to say something, okay? Jesus caused the fig tree, yeah, not because the fig tree was so beautiful, but because the it fig was fruitless. tree was fruitless, okay? So, as a believer, when you're not following, when you don't have this mentality that I just gave you will be caused. okay sorry to say you because if okay. jesus christ can cause the fig tree because he actually thought he was going to get fruit from that tree, tree but because the fig tree was just there so beautiful nothing to offer the fig tree was being caused so for us not to be caused by god because you have been blessed by god we have to have the mentality of being fruitful and show forth Fruitfulness on every aspect of our lives. Okay. 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 So,
2: adding to what he said, he talked about the fig tree. Okay. If you read that passage of that passage of scripture, you see that it was not even the season of the fig tree to produce. So that actually tells us that as believers, are supposed to bring forth fruit in and out of season. season, Yeah. In and out of season. In Psalm says, "By like a tree planted by the streams of water that That brings forth fruits." Yes. In, in and out of season. Okay. So I also took note of that when Pastor Mist was teaching that we are supposed to bear fruits in and out of season, all around, in every area of our life, in every aspect of our life. I also took, um, took home from today's service that be, be fruitful is a command. Okay. It's a command from God. So if you're not fruitful, if you're not obeying, you're, that means you're not obeying God. Okay. If you're not fruitful, that means you are being disobedient. Disobedient. So at every area of our life, we have to be fruitful.
0: Yeah, and she also said, um, be fruitful is the first commandment God gave to the first man, which is Adam. And even when Noah came out of the ark, he also told Noah in Genesis chapter 9, he said, be fruitful. And Noah went ahead to be fruitful on every side. Yeah, that's a very nice one. Now, coming to you, Itoha, God also commands us to be fruitful. In what way and how can a man or a woman be fruitful? We can be
3: fruitful as believers in various ways in, okay. the, in all aspects of our lives. Okay. We are expected to bear fruits in our body, academically, with the works of our hands, mentally, in everything. Like when I took note of when Pastor Mrs. was teaching, she was like, what is your product? The microphone she's using to teach, was someone's idea okay. that produced the fruit and made life easier for us. Exactly. So as believers, we are supposed to have a product. What have you produced? What has, what fruits fruit do you have? That's why... As believers, we shouldn't just keep praying. We should pray, we should fast. That is okay. But Also, just as we take prayer and fasting as part of the command that God has given us, we should also take fruitfulness, too, as part of the command God has given us. It's our very first command. And I noticed that she also said, because even when she said that, I just said, finally, fruitfulness is of God. Okay. Because for you to be fruitful, you have to make sure you abide in the vine. There was a book I read recently. The book was talking about a purpose-driven life. I read when the man said... Many motivational speakers they will come, they will tell you, Looking what, looking what, looking to yourself, what has God put in you? Okay, it's good to look what's in words, that what God potential, has put in you. but you also gave a, an illustration. For example, now you are an inventor or something, you invented this phone, for the 1st I'm just seeing this phone for the first time, yeah. I will not have an idea of what it's used for. It's the person that I invented it that will not come and tell you, this is what I invented for, this is the purpose for which I made this phone, yes. just as God has created us. It's, it's only good. God that can tell us, this is the purpose for which I created you. That's why we must learn to that's, abide in That's why every
1: product comes with a manual. yes. Yeah,
3: so I have to be able to know that this is what this product is for. That's how we cannot know what God has created us for, except we abide in him. Exactly. Exactly. Right. We, have to, we have to abide in him at all times. Because okay. even the Bible says, if tree that does not bear fruit, it will be He's cut going, off. We're
0: going to cut it off. Okay, okay. That's a nice one. Um, sir, why are we as a believer? Why should we be fruitful?
4: First of all, we should be fruitful because... God created us to be fruitful. Okay. So he, he's expecting us to be fruitful as his children. Okay. And then also the one that I really particularly took from his service is that God is glorified when we are fruitful. Like, it gives him joy when we are fruitful. And so it's
3: so, my father's glory that you bear
4: fruit. Yeah. Okay. And so when our lives don't um, give glory to him by not being fruitful, it does not radiate the evidence of God's glory because God's evidence of God's grace is nothing in our lives. So okay. as believers, as children of God, we are expected to be fruitful because God wants us to be fruitful and He has commanded us to be fruitful so we cannot do less. Okay. Your beautiful people will be going on
0: on a short break. Please stay tuned.
3: I'm hungry for you. I'm hungry for you. I have come to the table to eat. I'm thirsty for you. I'm thirsty for you. I've come to the waters to drink. I'll turn. Tell-
0: Welcome back, beautiful people. Of course, we want to um, throw more light on what the second service was all about, which has a topic, you are God's choice. So, smartly, what does it mean to be God's choice?
1: Okay, to be God's choice means you are to be selected by God, okay. to be unpicked by God for a particular purpose. Or assignment. Or an assignment okay. to say. Like, okay, let me cite an example. You could see in the Bible, when Saul was being rejected, David was being chosen by God in okay. replacement of oh, Saul. Saul. So when, when there is a rejection, there is someone that is being chosen to fulfill God's assignment. God's assignment. So what what is that to say to everyone is that each and every one of us as a believer, we have been choosing to fulfill a particular purpose in life. And you are not supposed to feel like you know your purpose, you are not fulfilling it.
3: Okay. When you know your
1: purpose and you don't fulfill it, someone else will be... There's there, there is always a replacement. There is always okay. a replacement. Because that you are not feeling it will be. God will humble you. Just mm-hmm. imagine so that was a king was being replaced Rejected by someone that is a bush, bush boy. Let yeah. me use that word. A, a bush boy. So God will always humble anyone that... Fees too big to fulfill the yeah. purpose he has been choosing for. Yes,
4: you know God resists the proud and gives grace yeah. to the humble.
0: Okay, okay. That's a nice one now. Um, Etusa, what would you say are the factors that influences
2: God's choice? Okay, according to what we're taught today, um, Pastor said God's preordained plan and purpose for our life influences okay. God's choice. Okay. influences us as God's choice. Okay, when... Okay, let me cite this example in the book of Jeremiah. It said, before you were formed, I knew you. Before you, you were, were conceived, born. yes, before you were born, I set okay. you apart. Okay. So before you, are, before you even come into existence, God already planned and proposed all that he wants and how he wants your life to be. So it makes you not know the end from the beginning. Yes. Okay. okay. So that's just number one of, number one factor that influences God's choice. Another one is the heart of love and service for God and humanity. Wow. We, must learn to, we must learn to walk in love because the apostle said God is His love. love. And the truth of the matter is that God looks at our hearts. Okay. He looks at the motives of our hearts. He's not moved by our physical appearance. He's not moved by how fine, how beautiful, how handsome you are. When you have a beautiful heart, when your heart is pure, when your heart is clean, He will, you will be God's choice. And another thing, the Bible also says that out of a good heart comes good fruits. Out of yeah, a bad sure. heart comes bad fruits. So if you know you are going to be fruitful, if you know you're going to bring forth much fruit, your heart must be clean. You must have a good heart. So it actually influences, and is a factor that influences God's choice. And in
0: addition to what you just said now, I believe um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth yes, speaketh. Yes. If you actually want to be a particular or be um, a chosen choice from God, you should always pick it up. Yes. Like, I must be fruitful. I am fruitful on every side. You always declare it to yourself and say, yes, I'm going to be fruitful in business, in marriage, in relationship, in my career, in my education. I must be fruitful. And
2: one more thing. Um, Bible says she got our hearts." Guide your heart above all things, because out of it comes the issues of life. So if you know you're going to be fruitful, if you know you want to be God's choice, you have to guide your heart. You'll be offended. A lot of things will happen, but at the end of the day, just look forward to the greater glory. Look forward to what's ahead, and make sure that above all things, you guide your heart.
0: Okay, okay that's a nice one. So, Itoha, huh? what do you think are the purpose for God's choice?
3: As this saying that goes like when purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. Yeah, yeah. So I think when we have the purpose of this the purpose when we have the purpose in mind, we will know that no matter what comes our way, we just have to bear fruits. Teaching when pastor was teaching today, he said the purpose why God has chosen us is so that the name of the Lord will be glorified. Once you have the mindset that God's name must be glorified in my life, men must see, know, and say that this God is a good God. Okay. Once you have that aim, once that is your purpose in life, no matter what, you, no matter what happens, you already have this stand and this belief that I must be fruitful.
4: Yeah. And
3: for you to be fruitful, once you are fruitful, because the Bible says, it is my, um, Jesus said, it is to my Father's glory. That you'll be, you be fruitful. So once you're fruitful, you know that the name of the Lord will be glorified. So even if there are offenses, there are so many challenges, you just tell yourself, I must be fruitful. You keep affirming it. Even when you keep trying, the Bible says, Seven times shall the righteous man fall, seven times shall he rise again. To be fruitful is not easy. That's why many are not fruitful. To be fruitful takes a price. It takes a price, there's a price to be paid for you to be fruitful, both a spiritual price and a physical, the physical price. price. Just like you yeah. planting and then harvesting. Yeah, yes. There's a time frame, there's a time frame and there's a time, there's a period of time for you to be fruitful. When Pastor Mises was teaching, she says something about farmers. They know that it is the planting season. Okay. So if you're someone that knows that I'm going to be fruitful, so you must be conscious of the fact that as long as the as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest time will not cease. Yeah. There's a time to plant, there's a time to, to reap. The last when last we had the program, the sower. The sower actually opened, opened my eyes to know that in life there's a process to the palace. Yeah, sure. The process is the period of time when you wait for your crop to, to grow. grow for harvest time. So for God for God's name to be glorified, you have to be fruitful. That's the main purpose of being fruitful. The
0: wow. main purpose of being God's choice. That's a nice one. So, from you, Esosa, how do you fulfill God's purpose when you are God's choice?
4: Wow. In the service today, um, the man of God told us five basic things on how to um, fulfill God's purpose for our life, and they were really eye opening for me. He said the first thing is to be one with God, which okay. is actually right. You, can not, you cannot be disconnected from grace. It's fine. And I expect to, to be, be fruitful. fruitful. So, f- in order to be fruitful, you have to be one with God, because it's God. Uh, I don't really know. Can't lay my hand on the scripture now, he said, "If you are not fruitful, I'll cut you off. Or if you are neither hot nor cold, he'll spit you out. I'll spit you out." Yes. So you have to constantly be one with God in order to experience fruitfulness. Okay. And also, you need to believe in your new life, believe in the new you, believe in the identity you have in Christ, because what you believe is what you become eventually. And